Welcome to the Steve Poos Benson Podcast. I am Steve, the host of the podcast. It's great to come to you here today on a beautiful spring afternoon. It is gorgeous outside. I'm sitting inside in my low-tech studio in my office, sitting once again in my gray easy chair with my snowball microphone right in front of my face. You know, this is episode 18, and episode 18 is called Walter from Craigslist. I had an amazing thing that happened yesterday uh, that I just need to share with you today. Uh, It's about Walter from Craigslist. You know, we often hear of terrible things that happen when uh, you sell things on Craigslist. You know, the worst examples is, you know, people get murdered, uh, they get scammed, they get lowballed. You know, it makes selling things a bit on the hairy side. Well, I had something happen to me yesterday that was fun profound, and simply one of the best examples of the Christian faith I can think of, and I knew I had to share it with you today. Uh, I bought a bed from Walter off of Craigslist. Here's the backstory. My mother-in-law was in the hospital this past week, and uh, she needed a hospital bed so she could sleep in a reclined position. So my industrious wife started searching Craigslist, wondering if she could find such a bed for sale. Lo and behold, she found one. It was a brand new bed that had never been used. Originally, the bed sold for $800. The gentleman who was selling it bought it for his aunt who was moving in with them from Nebraska. Well, she was suddenly hospitalized and unfortunately died. He now had a hospital bed that he needed to get rid of. He was selling this brand new bed for $350 off of Craigslist. Well, my wife found it, called and said that uh, we wanted to buy this bed. Uh, He asked us to make an offer, um, and we said, well, $300. Well, the gentleman wanted to hear our story, so we told him about it was for our elderly mother and coming home from the hospital, etc. Well, he wanted to come down on the price yet again since he knew we were taking care of an elderly woman on a fixed income, and that was hard. So he wanted a different offer. So... He, uh, we said, well, $200. But then he wanted to come lower. So he said for us to make another offer. Well, my wife and I talked and said, uh, $150? He, he said, sold. And so he said, come and pick it up. And so Walter and I started talking back and forth on the phone. And we said, anytime after 1130, because that was going to be when he got home from church. Church. Well, now the conversation roamed from church. Which church do you go to? And my wife said, my husband's a pastor, but he's on vacation this week. So it'd be great for him to come by this afternoon and pick it up. So I called Walter and said, let's shoot for 130. You know, it's interesting. He was affable over the phone. He was laughing. He chuckled. He gave me his address. You know, it was way the heck out in Parker from Conifer that's a drive, but for a deal like this, I would be willing to drive to Kansas. So I headed off. Now, Walter told me his subdivision uh, was surrounded by white fences, and his house was set way back off a long driveway. Uh, Knowing a bit about Parker, I had an idea what subdivision that he lived in, so I made my way. Um, I got turned around and called him. He had a booming laugh, gave me the right directions, and off I went. Well, when I found his subdivision and his driveway, I gulped a little bit. Here was this huge, beautiful home set up on a hillside with a long, windy driveway that drove up, that wound up to the house. 
You know, I drove up to the house. I thought to myself, Toto, we are not in Kansas anymore. You know, I pulled up to the house. The garage door was open. The bed was sitting outside the garage door. I called out, Walter? And he, a big booming voice from inside the garage, said, I'm here. Out came a fairly tall man with a huge smile. He laughed again and stuck out his big old hand for a great big handshake. He showed me the bed. It worked. And I told him I wanted it. Walter asked about my mother-in-law and how she was doing. I told him she was home from the hospital and recuperating well. It was interesting. He was genuinely concerned. So we made the deal. I took out the $150 cash from my pocket and paid him. He then did the miracle. He told me, okay, look at this. Now the transaction has been made. We're good. You gave me the money. I sold you the bed. The transaction, we're good. Now look at this. I want you to have your money back. <laughs> I went, what? He, uh, I said, no, look it. Uh, I feel like I'm stealing this a bed from you as it is. I can't. He refused. He said repeatedly, he said, the Lord has blessed me abundantly. I know how hard it is to take care of the elderly on a fixed, come, fixed income. I know it's a bit of a challenge as a pastor. You know, I wanted to say, seriously, I can afford 150 bucks. But uh, he refused. He said, no, I want to give you your money back. You know, Walter was adamant. He was laughing. He said again, the Lord has blessed me more than I deserve. It's the least I can do. Please take it. Use it for mission work. Use it for someone else. Use it for your mother-in-law. You know, I stood there. I was amazed by the gift. Here was a total stranger giving me this bed. He had bought it for eight for eight hundred bucks. He was selling it for thirty three fifty. Came all the way down to one fifty, and now he wanted to give it to me. You know, I said, I said, Walter, you're a blessing. You know, over the years, I've learned not to refuse someone's generosity. If it's something out of the goodness of their heart, uh, then and he wants to do it, then I, I need to learn how to accept the gift and allow him to do it. So I agreed. I took the 150 bucks. I stuck it back in my pocket. We loaded the bed in the back of the pickup. You know, and then we kind of leaned against the pickup and started talking about church. You know, he asked what church I was a pastor of. I told him it was a Columbine United Church, a ecumenical church, Presbyterian Methodist, UCC. And, you know, and I asked him, which church do you go to? He said, I go to the local evangelical Presbyterian church. Um, I took a little bit of a gulp. The EPC is a very conservative denomination. I thought to myself, if he knew what I believed, he would probably want his money back. But nonetheless, we chatted, we talked about faith, we talked about the Lord, and we talked about blessing. You know, somehow we started talking about death and resurrection. Maybe it was because of his aunt that had died, and uh, but I don't know how we got onto it. Um, but I shared my joy in knowing the amazing gift of resurrection and the knowledge that we would all go into the resurrection, we would all go into heaven. Um, Walter paused a bit and said, Yes, but I'm concerned about all my friends and colleagues who don't know the Lord, that they won't be in heaven. He said, I'm hoping that there's a question that they get to answer after they die. One last question. I want to believe in God's grace, he said, but I'm not sure. 
You know, I, I paused and I measured my words. I knew that this was really not a time to talk about my view of universal salvation. So I simply said that I believe that God is good and God is merciful and God is loving. He could sense that there was something that I wasn't saying, but he left it at that. So they came a pause, and then I kind of knew it was time to go. So I told Walter, thank you so much. You know, I put out my hand. He put out his huge hand with a great smile, and we shook hands. Then came the next miracle. He said, let's pray before you leave. I was thinking, he wants to pray? <laughs> I bought a bet off of Craigslist. He's given it to me, and now he wants to pray? So then he placed his other hand on my shoulder and launched into a beautiful prayer about God's love, prayers for my mother-in-law, and God's abundant blessing. Amen. To say I was a bit dumbfounded would be an understatement. You know, I turned to the truck and Walter was smiling. He gave another one of his huge chuckles and I drove away with a smile on my face. It was more than a smile. I glowed a bit. It was simple. It was a bed. The bed cost him 800 bucks. He asked for 350, came to 150, then gave it away. You know, he obviously he could afford to do this. His big, huge home that he lived in. But you know what? It was a wonderful act of kindness and generosity. You made me think of Lent and what we're doing here at Columbine during Lent. We're asking everyone to do one kind deed a day to let go a ripple of kindness out in the world. Well, Walter was the epitome of what it means to do this. I now had 150 bucks in my pocket with the responsibility to pay it forward. I want to pay it forward. You remember Pay It Forward, that movie uh, that was, uh, I think it was released in 2000 called Pay It Forward? The story is about a young kid, Trevor McKinney, who as a school project has decided to pay it forward. He wanted to do a kind act for three people. He would then challenge them to pay it forward. Then they would do their kind act for three people. Uh, Those folks indeed would pay it forward to three more. And before you know it, a huge wave of compassion would spread throughout the world. And it all started with one kind act. You know, Jesus has the expectation that we will pay it forward. He tells this great parable of the servant uh, who was forgiven this huge debt of $1,000 by the king. The servant who has been forgiven then goes outside and finds a servant who owes him $10. He refuses to forgive the debt that the man owes him and has the man thrown in prison until the debt can be paid. When the other servants hear of this, they report it to the king, who is angry that the man has been forgiven and he refuses to pay it forward. He has that man arrested and thrown into jail until his debt has been cleared. The man was forgiven and refused to pay the blessing forward. Jesus has the expectation that we will pay the grace and abundance forward. We have been blessed and we need to share the blessing forward. Walter said that he had been blessed. Looking at his home, the cars in his driveways, I would agree the Lord has definitely blessed him abundantly. Now, I know on a certain level this raises all kinds of theological questions. You know, what about those who live in uh, poverty? What does they say about the Lord's blessing? Has the Lord not blessed them? You know, but I was not going to let this get in the way of Walter's generous act. 
In his mind, the Lord had indeed blessed him abundantly. He wanted to. He felt the need to share this blessing forward. His kind deed put a smile on his face. And you know what? It put a smile on my face. I would say that both of our souls glowed yesterday afternoon. And now I feel motivated to do what Walter did, and now I want to pay it forward. I want to find people that I can share it with. I want to use Trevor McKinney's model. I want to find my three people to share the generosity with. Now I'm on the hunt. You know, it might be as simple as buying someone uh, behind me their coffee in line at Starbucks. I want to hold a door. I want to smile at someone. I want to let someone with kids go in front of me in the grocery store. Here's the crazy thing. All throughout Lent, I found this to be a challenge to find people to pay it forward to. Because you know what? Oftentimes, others beat me to the punch, and they're holding the door, paying the coffee. And I think, you know, hey, let me do this. And maybe it's just the generosity of Coloradans. But then I think, you know, maybe, just maybe they've met Walter. You know, maybe they're doing their deed to pay it forward because they've met this wonderful man who's paid it forward because of his abundance. You know, maybe we're all getting caught up in this wave of gratitude that started with one guy, Walter from Craigslist. You know, the only challenge I face is it's I really can't pray for the person whose coffee I'm buying in Starbucks. I, I really can't stop in Starbucks, put an arm around their shoulder, and pray for God's abundant blessing in their life. But what I realize is I can pray for them. I can pray silently. I can pray for their well-being. I can pray for their lives and whatever they're going through. I can pray for everyone that I meet that they will experience God's abundant blessing. I don't have to put my arm on their shoulder. I don't have to uh, say this out loud. We don't have to bow our heads in public. But I can pray for someone in the same way that Walter prayed for me. You know, it's all because of Walter. But it's more than Walter. It's about God and God's blessing. Walter knows it. Walter feels it. Walter wants to shave it, to shave it, (laughs) to to share it. My guess is that it's more than just a bed to Walter. It's about how Walter lives his life. Walter says he's going to let loose an abundance of blessing. You know, another parable that Jesus tells that that comes uh, comes to my mind it's a parable about the uh, the man who scatters seeds, and some of the seed lands on different soil. Some of it is hard, rocky soil. Some of it is on weedy soil. Some of it is on abundant soil, and the seed uh, sometimes is just scattered on that hard soil, and it doesn't grow. The birds of the air come to uh, pick it out and eat it and, and take it away. But, you know, some is choked by the weeds and others sprouts in the good soil. Uh, the amazing thing, the point of this uh, parable is that the man scatters seed and doesn't care where the seed lands. He just cares about spreading seeds. Walter is like the man who spreads seed. He doesn't care where the seed is going to land. He just wants to share the abundance of seed. Walter is the man who has abundance of seed and he just wants to share it. If you want to be like Walter, you're just going to share the abundance of everything that God has given to you. You know, it's about abundance. It's about the joy of giving. 
It is about happiness. It is about satisfaction. It is about looking around at your amazing life and being truly grateful for what you have in life. And out of the sense of abundance, giving. Giving to other people so that their lives can and their souls can shine for just a little bit. And maybe they too will pass it forward, pay it forward, and we can indeed unleash I have, uh, I unleash some gratitude and generosity out into the world. You know, I have a lot of heroes in my life that I want to be like. It would be great to be like Mother Teresa, great to be like Gandhi, great to be like Mother uh, Martin Luther King. I really want to be like the uh, my favorite author, Wendell Berry. Of course, I want to be like the Buddha. Of course, I want to be like Jesus. But you know what? In a very real way, I want to add one more person to my list. I want to be like Walter from Craigslist. Thank you, Walter, for the bed. Thank you, Walter, for the generosity. Thank you, Walter, for in one small way letting loose a tide of abundance. Might we all truly live this way. Might we truly live in the bask of the glow of abundance. May we all truly want to pay it forward. That's my message for you today. Pay it forward. Be like Walter on Craigslist and enjoy the greatness of God's amazing life. Hey, soak up this great spring day. Pay it forward. Take care until the next episode of the Steve Poos Benson podcast. Take care.